0: Welcome to Attenuation, a weekly podcast where two friends come together to drink beer, discuss beer styles and trends, and just generally ruminate on the meaning of life, aka beer. If you enjoy your time with us, we invite you to become a weekly listener and subscribe to the podcast. Without further ado, here is this week's episode.
1: and welcome to episode 54 of Attenuation, of beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since 8th grade, Stephen.
0: Hello. How
1: are you doing today, sir?
0: Amazing. <laughs> That's good. Because my, my work week is over, and now I get to drink beer on the podcast.
1: Yeah, we moved, if the audience probably doesn't know this, but we used to record on a school night for Stephen. Actually, I said that all the time, that it's a school night for you. <laughs> but we moved it to your basically your Friday
0: yeah, and it's awesome.
1: Much better, and you can drink stronger beers and not have to worry.
0: Yeah, I get to can sleep in in the morning if I have to.
1: There we go. Why didn't we do this from the beginning? We're stupid.
0: I I don't know. Yeah, we're done. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Well, today we have a fun topic. We're gonna do beer destinations bucket lists. So not beers that we want to drink, but places that we want to go to to drink beer.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so important, definition, important distinction,
1: distinction. <laughs> my wife, wife,
0: even my wife was like all right so you're doing white whale whale beers again and i'm like no 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 this is this places this beer bucket list like beer experiences it's different
1: uh, i gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome
0: i think i even asked you when i proposed the topic like it's not too similar right and you're like no no no
1: <laughs> no it's different I, and people will see it's different it's more up yeah, out, yeah. Experiences. So. Okay. <laughs> well, before we get to that, we have to do a couple other segments. The first segment, and our favorite segment, is drinking beer. So we both picked a beer, and then we will give nose notes, and then uh, I'll pass it to Stephen to give nose notes, and then we will drink, and then we give our tasting notes. So today, I'm sad, Stephen, because I don't have what I wanted to have. So I went to the grocery store to go look for that atomic torpedo. Okay. And I found the big pack. But I couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> the, hop, the hoppy sampler?
1: <laughs> the hoppy sampler. Because, like, I don't... If I was, like, going to a party this weekend or something, then I would have just got it and brought it. But I have nothing going on. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if I want to buy a giant pack of beer just to try <laughs> one beer that I might not even like. I, mean, Unfortunately, no, I like it. I know. But I'm a little bit like you. Like, I like trying new things. So... Yeah. The prospect of having a bunch of the same thing is, like, not what interests me anymore.
0: Well, plus it's, like... A whole bunch of beers that really should be consumed quick quickly right like <laughs> yeah not that's the other kinda, thing should hang out in your fridge for a long time
1: <laughs> right it's really the it's something you want to bring to like an event or like a dinner or get together so i didn't want it just sitting in my house but i did get the regular torpedo because i haven't had one in a really long time and um i figure eh, i'll do this one and then maybe i'll see if i can find the the single and then i could do this one and the single of that yeah so
0: yeah I like the Tropical Torpedo. I like that one, too. Yeah. I
1: think I actually probably prefer this one, but... So it's actually... It's funny, because I'm kind of used to hazies, and it's not hazy. You can see right through it. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, it's like a very dark orange, almost reddish, um, a very, very vigorous head, and it's forming a really thick carpet of just pretty big bubbles, actually, and it's semi-lacing. The head's very vigorous. Mm. It smells so good. It smells like IPAs I don't drink anymore. <laughs> like that, it's so piney. It's that West Coast style, and you still get tropical, but it's not like the it's not like that wide array of tropical notes. It's like much more singular focused.
0: Almost more citrusy sometimes. Than yeah, West you get coast. this.
1: It's like citrus and pine, and then you can you get the malt too. It's got that like sweet caramel smell. All right, cool. I'm excited to try this one. What are you drinking today?
0: All right. Well, I got a tabor box today. So I had a lot of choices, but I decided to go with Ghost in the Machine from Parish Brewing in New Orleans, Louisiana. One of my Ep- top 10 favorite beers.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say epic choice. Nice.
0: And it's been a while since I've been able to drink this. So I'm excited to drink it on the podcast and dissect it and talk about it. So this is a hazy double IPA. I love the bottle. It says manifested on 217.22. So little over a month old.
1: Ooh, it's pretty fresh.
0: Yeah, not too bad.
1: I mean, the Mm -hmm. fact that you got it through.
0: Tabor. Yeah,
1: that's pretty awesome.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's a very classic hazy IPA. Super pale in color. A nice, big, foamy head with tight, thin bubbles. Nice retaining head. This is a beautiful beer, if you love hazy IPAs. When I poured it out, I think... The thing I love about this beer is the clean, how clean the smell is, and I, I, it might be hard to define, but it's just like it's all fruit, which is like kind of the point, right, of the juicy IPA to really get those fruit flavors out. So it's like the yeast esters just produce this amazing like tropical bouquet of like it's like subtle guava, mango, definitely some like orange all fruit there's no pine in this one
1: <laughs> yeah we're drinking like polar opposite beers it's funny
0: yeah it's almost a little bit of like berry maybe strawberry in there too so oh okay it smells amazing i'm ready to drink
1: all right cheers my west coast ipa cheers cheers is your
0: Here, east coast we've got the bo- <laughs> cover of both both coasts
1: i forgot how much i like this <laughs> it's so good this is, see, this is what we talked about last episode. Like, if you're in a beer rut, you should just go back to things you know you really like. I really like Torpedo. It's, like, orange rind, grapefruit, and then, like, herbal, dank, grass, caramel malt, and then, like, a bitter, danky grass finish. And it's all, like, perfectly balanced. So you just get, like, I don't know. It's all kind of happening at once, but it all it's also, like, you get some nice stage of, like, you get the entrance with the fruit flavors, and then it kind of gets dank, and then all of a sudden it's kind of sweet at the end. And despite it being 7.2%, like, you can't taste the alcohol at all, which is crazy. It's solid. I, I got to try, try the Atomic one now.
0: <laughs> <Maybe>. <laughs> I think you can find it eventually.
1: Yeah, as the single.
0: Yeah, as the, the tall boy can.
1: Yeah, yeah, pair it with one of these and do a side-by-side.
0: Yeah, that would be cool.
1: But yeah, thumbs up on this one for sure
0: awesome an old standard the torpedo yeah,
1: it is an old standard
0: <laughs> awesome well there wasn't much doubt but this is a thumbs up for me too of course but I love getting back to a beer that I have not been I've not had in a long time that is easily in my top 10 I forgot this is all citra hopped beer all of my favorites
1: <laughs> I was gonna say uh, that's like a common thread for you
0: yeah I know it's pretty lame to say, like, citrus is my favorite hop, but (laughs) it's hard to argue. I have some secondary favorites, but yeah, citrus is pretty awesome. So I I don't think I mentioned this is eight and a half percent, so pretty strong. It's really funny because all those like tropical fruits that I mentioned on the nose, it doesn't really follow in the drinking experience. Which is so cool. So you get this like amazing, like tropical bouquet of, like I said, guava passion fruit orange on the nose. And then you drink it and you're like, oh, oh, this is the double IPA. <laughs> like it is dank. You get this like dank blueberry and melon rind and grapefruit for sure. Maybe a little bit of like mandarin orange, and then that pine that you're talking about. So it's like the aroma which is, you know, like all the dry hopping of the citrus hops, I'm sure just drives those aromas. And then, uh, but also drives that like drinking experience. (sighs) It's so it's like everything you could ever want in an IPA in one. And there's there is like a touch of the booze at the end, like just enough to, you know, remind you that you're drinking a double IPA, but not a lot of bitterness, which is, you know, part of the the fact that it's um a hazy ipa with a lot of dry hopping so man seriously this is i think this is like 99 on beer advocate maybe even 100 i don't know but it's fantastic and there, there's a reason why people love this beer it's
1: a good one i got one i've gotten one through tavor as well yeah
0: man. yeah i think i think you even asked me like should i buy this and i was like yes 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 <laughs> I now, did buy it yeah
1: and you're like put it in your cart so uh, so two thumbs up. We're off to a good start. Oh,
0: such a good beer.
1: So um, awesome. So do we have some next segment is postscripts where we correct errors from previous episodes and beer news. I think we have some beer news today.
0: Do we have any postscripts? Nothing, huh?
1: I don't have one.
0: We're perfect. Perfect again. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually we can just get rid of that segment. I think you mentioned actually now that I'm thinking about it when I was editing. You said like, oh, I'll postscript that.
1: Uh oh, uh oh, well I'll get it next.
0: Time. I'm gonna have to listen back and, and figure that one out. I think it was something. It was something weird. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Just a little teaser. Next week we will postscript the postscript.
1: <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Delayed postscript.
0: Okay, so but I do have some really good beer news. So, after I think four years of a legal battle. Stone Brewing, we mentioned this in our we were talking about weird beer lawsuits and stuff, but Stone Brewing has won its lawsuit against Molson Coors, who own, you know, who have uh, Keystone. Uh, They won their their lawsuit against them for basically making the can that said stone. They shortened the name of Keystone to stone and they they were awarded fifty six million dollars in damages.
1: Oh my goodness!
0: And of course, they have to, you know, revamp the can. They can't use that can anymore. Six
1: million. How much volume does Stone do? I
0: don't know. But listen to this. So the it was a three week trial. The jury decided unanimously that Molson Coors had violated trademark, but they also decided that the infringement was not committed purposefully. So okay. they did They didn't think. Molson Coors was specifically trying to make it look like a Stone Brewing beer.
1: Okay.
0: So Stone was asking for two hundred and sixteen million dollars in damages. Wow. Yeah, and they got fifty six million. So you know, ask for the I whole don't know. farm. Well, ask for the whole farm, maybe.
1: They got a quarter. <laughs>
0: you got a quarter.
1: So. I mean, I understand. I thought the can was pretty bad. It, I think if you were in a rush, you could grab it and think you were getting Stone, but. I, there's no way it, did, no way two hundred million dollars of a- mistakes were made.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think that uh, um, you know, I think it's a good win for Stone. Uh, Molson Coors spokesperson said they took a little swipe at Stone, saying that the the motive for the lawsuit was just because they have a lot of debt to pay and they're looking oh. for a way to make some money. But rude. It, yeah.
1: <laughs> bitter. Uh, huh interesting
0: so, I mean I think 56 million is probably I mean it's a lot of money but
1: yes definitely but for but, I mean for that big of a corporation
0: yeah uh, I mean I think it, yeah and it was a legitimate lawsuit I think I really think
1: they can looked pretty bad
0: yeah <laughs> they definitely made the key very small <laughs> uh huh <laughs> so yeah a win for the little guy nice all right, perfect.
1: Well, we can go on to our main topic. So beer destinations bucket list. So these are places or experiences related to beer that we want to have, not necessarily beers that we want to drink.
0: Good distinction.
1: Because <laughs> you have already done white whales.
0: Yeah. Okay, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, okay. So my first one is...
0: We, we also, we don't know each other's
1: yeah we didn't we're going other, other
0: than one mutual so
1: that may, i knew was gonna we happen.
0: may have, we may have multiple mutual i don't know we don't know for sure
1: that's true you might have picked this one too this is kind of cliche but i feel like i really want to do it i want to go to oktoberfest in munich germany
0: yeah that was on my list too <laughs> <laughs> everyone listening to positive is like okay <laughs>
1: <laughs> i know it's very cliche but like
0: no it sounds amazing right yeah it sounds amazing because, first of all, it's just a huge festival, right? It's a huge festival. There's like, everyone looks like they're having an amazing time. Really, you have a tons of people like just going there for that. So it's just this like amazing group of people that are happy because they're just there to drink beer and have fun. And, you know, the the beer part of it really is interesting, too. It has to meet the Gabot. There's really only like five breweries that, can brew the the beer that meets the qualifications and you know so it's just this really cool idea of just going almost feeling like going back in time you gotta put the lederhosen on and
1: (laughs) (laughs) well that's what i was gonna say it's so like it's just just as much a beer event as a cultural event where i don't know it's just it's been going on for like 200 plus years right so there's so much yeah. history and so interesting. And yeah. it also happens to be a cool beer drinking event.
0: Right. But yeah, there's a fair that's going on with tons of rides. And um, it's crazy to think that like, I think 16 is the beer drinking age. So oh, have I didn't know 16 that 16 year olds there. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> Maybe I'll go when my kids are 16 and 18 and we can just all.
1: That'd be fun.
0: That would be cool that would be really cool.
1: That's a great idea. And you could kind of see, you know, you could travel and that'd be part of it.
0: Yeah. The beer is about 6% alcohol apparently. So Because
1: right, there's no, it's got a it's very specific what they can make, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. So it's um not going to take you out, but that huge big old
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know they serve it, they serve it in big pours. <laughs>
0: I love this thing. It says uh we say that up to two mass beers, which is two liters, is a good measure. This can typically be handled by normal folks without any memory loss, belligerence, or upset stomachs.
1: That's the <laughs> With
0: three beers you will quickly approach the borderline. <laughs> it is a really big glass of beer. Yeah, it's massive. Yeah. The stein? Is that what they call that? A stein? I think so. Yeah, it would be awesome. And you do have to dress up, I think. I would. So seeing Jason in some Lederhosen would be
1: (laughs) worth a tick it. (laughs) submission.
0: Plus, there's probably some good food, too, right?
1: I would imagine. Like,
0: good German food. Yeah. Whatever whatever that is.
1: (laughs) Sausages. and.
0: (laughs) Yeah, big pretzels, right? So, all right. We overlapped already. Dang. So predictable.
1: I know. All
0: right, what was your first one? Uh, well, one, I guess yeah. So that was my okay. So yeah, that kind of was my first one. Okay, so my second one is, and maybe this, I don't know. I could probably should overlap these trips since I'm already over there. But uh, going to Belgium, most specifically, because I would want to visit multiple breweries in Belgium. But most specifically, I would want to go to Timmermans, which is the oldest lambic brewery still brewing beer
1: oh that's cool yeah how old are they
0: they've been brewing lambic since 1705 or 1702
1: (laughs) that doesn't even like compute inside my brain
0: that yeah it doesn't make sense
1: it's 320 years it's like 10 generations
0: yeah not just that but it's like think of what has happened over that amount of time and the technological advances and the wars and the history
1: and they've just been making beer they've the just whole been time. Making beer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> making lambics. Regardless of what was going on around them.
1: <laughs> That's really yeah.
0: cool. Yeah. So Brasserie Timmermans is definitely on my list of places to drink. Um because like it's not just um the oldest brewery in Belgium and that like, you know, there's just a lot of history, but just the style of beer and the brewing it the way beer has been made for like like the original like it's really the original craft beer right like the original sort of terroir and mm. brewing beer with the yeast that's in the air and with the with local ingredients and stuff and it's just it's like there are tons of breweries now in the United States doing that kind of thing but this is like the OG it's so cool just the idea yeah. of that is awesome
1: that makes sense all right, very good pick. Okay, yeah. my next pick is this one's very attainable. We should do it next year, maybe, because I think we talked about it and it's already sold out. The Firestone Walker Invitational.
0: Yes. Yeah. i
1: Really want to go to that.
0: Yeah, there's um, there's actually a couple small, invitational, festivals I think kind of fit that bill, like, uh, the Weldworks Invitational, mm-hmm. Wakefest, but done by J J Wakefield oh, okay. in uh, Florida. And then, yeah, the um, the Firestone Invitational, I think are sort of some of the three like they carry enough clout, I think, that they just get awesome breweries. Yes. And they're small and it's small venue. And so it's just like it's not overwhelming. right? I mean, you could probably I think, like you said, like the small uh, Davis Beer Fest or whatever that was, you know, at Mm -hmm. Sudwork. small beer fest like you could you feel like you can go to every.
1: Yeah. You can Thanks. go to every booth. You probably can't try every single beer, but you can you're gonna try everything you want to try, which is fun. It's not yeah. as overwhelming.
0: Yeah, which is just not possible at the Great American yeah. Beer Festival. You okay, know, like you yeah. just you have to pick and choose. So yeah, so I think that's the other cool thing about these small invitationals is that not only is it basically all world class beer there, like you don't have to wade through bad beer, which is another thing you have to do at the Great American Beer Festival. Yeah. <laughs> like like it's fun to try some some of the booths that don't really have long lines and or breweries no one's ever heard of. But but you're going to drink some bad beer, which you're just not going to at this at these invitationals. So.
1: Yeah. And this one's like so close to me. It's only four hours away. So like there's just no excuse. I really have to do it. I just got to get like tickets the second they go on sale. That's the hard part.
0: Yeah. Uh, the other hard thing right now, I think same with the Weldworks Invitational because they just had their ticket sales. A lot of them were canceled last year. Okay. And so they gave tickets this year preferentially to the people that had gotten tickets last year.
1: Oh, okay. That's fair.
0: And then whatever was left over, like anybody who had, you know, people who didn't buy tickets this time then could get tickets. But there weren't a lot of tickets for anybody who hadn't bought tickets last year and wasn't able to go. So
1: that makes sense. So next year might be a little bit easier. (laughs) Yeah, I think so. Okay. Well, that's on our list.
0: Oh, other hard thing about that. Well, not for you, but for me, it's like the hard place to get. It's in a random place. I know it's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Paso Robles, California, I think, which.
1: Yes, it's kind of. I, I tried mean, to.
0: I was enticing um, Jill to do that, to go out with me to that one because it's fairly close to Hearst Castle. Oh, OK. And she loves Hearst Castle. Have you ever been to Hearst Castle?
1: No. I would love to go to that, too. That's really cool.
0: It, yeah, it's it's kind of cool.
1: <laughs> <laughs> You're not into it?
0: I don't know. I get kind of bored with that sort of like, I don't know, There's just like this weird opulence to it. Yeah, it's just sort of strange.
1: I guess I might feel different about it now that I'm old and cynical. But at, when I went to Prague in high school, we toured a bunch of like palaces yeah, and I remember thinking it was so cool.
0: I mean, it but, is yeah. pretty; it is pretty cool. Like just just the house and the pools, and the kind of the history that was like happened there, and all the celebrities that visited this place. Like to think, just to, like kind of put yourself into that spot and just like imagine these crazy pool parties happening in this like amazing, opulent pool with celebrities walking around. And yeah, it's interesting. But and then there's like zebras running around because he used to have a zoo. And then like really? A lot the, yeah, and then a lot of those animals like got out, so there's just these like wild, ranging zebras.
1: <laughs> I did not know that. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. So yeah, Hearst Castle's fun, and it's fairly close to there, so I can get my wife to go if we do a, a tour of Hearst Castle while we're there. There
1: you go. It's a little bit of a compromise, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Firestone Walker Invitational. That would be super fun. They... The other thing, too, is, you know, with the beer festival, the Great American Beer Festival, there's some breweries that just don't come there, you know, like Other Half and um, Popling Goliath. And you know, there's breweries that just don't don't make the trip anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or or ever. There's some that used to and don't now. But that's not true with invitationals. Mm-hmm. You, you get some, you know, you get breweries like Other Half that do not usually travel. They'll oh, come for that. So, yeah. Yeah. That's a good, good way to like not only taste some world class beers, but world class beers that otherwise you would have to like go, out go to, to Boston them. or yeah. go to New York or, you know, so Trillium Treehouse, same, same thing.
1: So, yeah, that'd be super cool. So that's my number two. actually, no, they're in no particular order. This is one of my four.
0: <laughs> OK, so my other one is so I've been to New Belgium in Fort Collins there tour apparently is awesome it's like a 90 minute tour you get all these cool tastings it's actually i think open to all ages so just be super fun i take my kids i think they would enjoy i mean my kids have sort of helped watched me brew beer and helped me so i think they would love to see like a tour of something that happening at a massive scale
1: yeah that's awesome
0: when i was there of course like they weren't doing tours i don't i still think they're not they haven't reopened those tours yet hopefully they will again i can imagine using they gotta bring it
1: back eventually
0: yeah (laughs) there was another major brewery i can't remember who it was they just announced on instagram that they were bringing tours back so i think it's gonna it's gonna happen eventually um hopefully they don't use it as an excuse to just not do it anymore
1: Oh, do they not like doing the tours?
0: I don't know. I mean, I th- I would think that they do, but who knows?
1: It seems like a big draw because I love that. I love going on tours of birds. Yeah, so.
0: yeah. So I think it's very much on par with Sierra Nevada's tour. Both of those places rank very high in terms of um, um, how people enjoy the tours. So the New Belgium tour. What's cool is that you can in Fort Collins you could do a trio of tours. You could do New Belgium, but then you could do the. They have a huge Budweiser plant in Fort Collins. So, doing the New Belgium tour, doing the Budweiser tour, and then Odell Brewing, which is a smaller brewer there in Fort Collins, uh, they have a cool tour. So, doing that sort of trio of tours in one trip would be really cool.
1: Nice, yeah, three in one. Trip. It's like be...
0: small, mid-range, and giant macro. Yeah. yeah, kind of a cool like range of you know breweries and and size of brewery and seeing you know different styles being made so yeah it would be really cool to do all three of those
1: yeah i like that that's a good it'd be cool to see the different like you said the three sizes as well
0: yeah and you get the benefit of being in that new belgium drinking all the lips of faith beers like les terroir and transatlantic creek
1: which we learned a lot about
0: (laughs) what's the other one What's the brown? La Folie. La Folie. It's a good one. This is like the three best beers. <laughs> Le Terroir, a Hoppy Sour. Can't beat that. Nope. Can't beat it.
1: Yeah, I love their... I don't think they call them Lips of Faith anymore, but I love those beers.
0: Yep. Cool. Okay,
1: so my next yep. one is... I really, really, really just want to go to Treehouse Brewing
0: Company. <laughs> okay.
1: That's because cool i mean it's kind of a white whale thing but they just dominate and you can't get it anywhere maybe if we go to the invitational we could go yeah but i don't know i think it'd be fun to go i mean obviously it's close to boston so you could just do do like a whole thing go to boston and you know do see the city and do some of those other things you could do there but then
0: make the drive out to treehouse and i'll bet sam adams has a little fun thing too
1: yeah i feel like you could definitely like knock out a bunch of things if you went to boston so, but I'd want to specifically go for Treehouse.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think just sitting in there drinking Treehouse beers on tap, like, I don't think it would feel so beat cool. That. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if, like, I had never had one before, just to go straight to the brewery and drink there. And yeah. I've seen, there's, like, pictures of their tap room online. It looks really cool. They have, like, an indoor wooden gazebo with all these lights. I don't know. It looks like a chill place.
0: Yeah. I kind of think it's one of those things where, um, if you're local to there, like, you, probably don't go as often as you should, you know, like yeah. you, you forget that that place is close because I can't imagine being close enough to go there every weekend. <laughs> Cause I'm pretty sure I would <laughs> if I could.
1: Yeah. That's probably the same way. I mean, I'm like an hour and a half from Russian river. It's probably the same thing, right? Like, yeah. People are like, Oh, you should go all the time, but you take your things for granted when they're really close to you.
0: But yeah, the, the thought of drinking beers there, I, um i didn't write this down but i think my sort of similarity to that one is would be toppling goliath um because it's just like it's going to take a very concerted effort to get to decor iowa
1: (laughs) yes that's see that's the thing it's a little bit like this it's like a pilgrimage because i mean at least this one you just fly to boston and then drive like an hour or whatever but that one uh toppling glance is a little bit harder
0: but yeah it's very very out of the way but the idea of sitting in a tap room and just yes. ordering it's, king it's like king dream, king right? su on tap like i would i think i would i don't know i would lose my mind honestly yeah, i mean now it, yeah it's a little different now because I, like, i can get Sue su and king su in the store so right. which is pretty cool Because for a long time, it just was like a crapshoot when I could get it. Like every once in a while I could get it on Tabor, Every once in a while I would see it in the store Um, when I was in California. uh, And then when I I first moved to Texas, like I couldn't get it at all unless it popped up on tabors. So anyway, just being able to get it now is cool. But like sitting in a tap room and ordering that on tap, I think it's just, I don't know, there's something magical to that. Like a fantasy that like doesn't actually exist.
1: (laughs) See, now you're adding one to my list. <laughs> For like the exact same reason, now I'm adding this to my list. So I have five now, but it's the same way I feel about New Galeris.
0: Okay. Because yeah. it's the
1: same thing as like a pilgrimage. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, I think.
0: You you could probably though, do those two in one. I mean, Wisconsin and Iowa are fairly close, if I know yeah. my job.
1: <laughs> I don't know. See, the problem with New Galeris is like, I'll I'll map it, but... I guess you'd fly into like Milwaukee. Uh-huh. And then it's like halfway across the state
0: from Milwaukee.
1: <laughs> you're definitely like making a pilgrimage, but I don't know, there's something if just especially because they don't sell their beer outside of Wisconsin.
0: Right. So that's even so, more, uh like magical experience. Yeah,
1: you're like going to this place that like I don't know.
0: You're like, Wait, I can just keep ordering this. It's it's okay. You'll let okay. me <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay, it's only two hours from Milwaukee. So it's about what we did to get to Barrel Burger. And then let's see if we could... What did you want to add to this little leg of this trip in Iowa?
0: Oh, in Toppling Goliath.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: I think it's going to be pretty far away.
1: <laughs> oh, you know what? It's only like two more hours. Okay, this is our next trip, Stephen. We're going to fly to Milwaukee. Okay. We're going to drive to New Glarus. Check into a hotel. Uber to New Glarus. Drink all day at New Glarus. <laughs> get up the next day to top link alive (laughs) okay repeat and then we're like halfway to minneapolis
0: (laughs) yeah fly out of minneapolis yeah
1: fly out of minneapolis or we could backtrack to milwaukee done done that's the next trip
0: (laughs) yeah that's amazing
1: yeah they're so yeah they're i mean that's obviously a pilgrimage as well it's a double pilgrimage but that would be fun
0: uh i had a patient at work that she was from iowa and it was funny because I was like, oh, I kind of want to go to Iowa. And she was like, why would you <laughs> want to go to Iowa? And I said, well, you know, it might sound weird, but I want to go to Decorah, Iowa. And she's like, I know where that is, but why would you want to go there? And I was like, well, there's a really good brewery there. And she actually said, she was the one that said, um, oh, well, like you should go there, but you should also go to Wisconsin because there's great beer in Wisconsin too. So that's why I had an inkling that maybe it wasn't super far. since it was recommended to me. Bad.
1: Yeah, no, well that I, I think this is doable. <laughs> that would be awesome. We gotta wait for gas to be cheaper and rental cars <laughs> and rental cars to be cheaper. Yeah,
0: rental cars have come down. Have yeah.
1: they come down finally? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, okay. You know, it's funny I because I'm coming to I'm literally leaving tomorrow for California to come to the Pliny of the younger release, and uh, I had originally because I'm bougie, I had originally reserved a. Um, like an SUV, like not a big SUV, like a RAV4 side, you know, like an intermediate SUV. And then I was like, oh, wait, gas is going to be like way too expensive there.
1: <laughs> yes, unfortunately, my friend, gas in California is no joke. <laughs> I
0: was like, I better reserve an economy car. So now I'm getting like a Toyota Yaris or something.
1: Yeah, that's what you'll need. <laughs> I'll look it up for you right now. Arco is 529 Oof, oof. Yeah.
0: craft beer prices right there. <laughs>
1: it's <laughs> true. A gallon of gas or a really good beer. Work. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I used to, um, I can't remember. It was like a friend or someone who used to be like, uh, they'd be like, a gallon of gas should not cost more than a gallon of milk or whatever. They used to, they used to make that comparison all the time. I was like, oh. That's it's true. true. Yeah. You know, so I constantly compare the price of a gallon of gas to a gallon of milk. Pretty sure a gallon of milk is. Way cheaper than a gallon of gas right now. Oh, yeah.
1: Although groceries are getting super expensive, too.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Anyways. Okay. Are you up or am I up?
0: Um, well, I'm up, but I think this is a mutual one, too. Okay. So I want to go to... I think the brewery... the One of the original breweries of Goza is in Leipzig, Germany, if I've done my research correctly. So I want to go to Germany, and maybe this would be part of my Munich. <laughs> oktoberfest trip right uh, i would make a little cut over to leipzig germany and drink goza that's one of the oldest goza breweries
1: i didn't put light Leipzig, but i said uh gozler because that's the first place goza was brewed i don't know if you could go to like your plan is probably better because you could probably go to a place where they've like been brewing it consistently for like hundreds of years yeah 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 but i just thought it'd be cool to go to one the city looks so cool and two it's like where i think where goza was first brewed i think it i don't know if there's like a place that you could go where they've been continuously brewing it but i don't know it just looks like such a cool such a cool city
0: yeah i mean i think just being in germany and probably driving through the countryside and going to that those old towns i think would just be awesome
1: is there a particular brewery you we're thinking about going to
0: <sighs> yeah so i think it's Dolnitzer, OK, and it's in Leipzig, Germany. It's won gold medal at the World Beer Awards is the world's best go to, goza multiple years. That's awesome. Um,
1: yeah, it's just cool. Does kind of like picking the uh, October 5th, but like, connecting to like the old roots of the styles you like is a really cool idea.
0: Yeah. And that's like, I mean, I've said this before, but drinking my all time favorite style in the basically in the place where it originated. I don't know something cool about that i would just like die and go to heaven that day <laughs> <laughs> i would ascend to the the beer goat
1: <laughs> the one with the
0: udders. <laughs> sir yeah they serve go- goza out of the udders of the goat the uh my, heaven my, goat, my viking, goat. my viking my viking the viking heaven, heaven? yeah yeah
1: I remember that topic.
0: Yeah, so definitely, I mean, I think a Germany trip is in line.
1: I feel like you got to do both of those, because otherwise you have to do two separate trips in Germany.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think definitely would be all included in one. Uh, big Germany and probably Belgium trip, honestly, just because mm-hmm. I'm over there. man. Well,
1: we're not used yep. to because we live in the United States, and it's this country is actually gigantic. But if you go to yes. Europe, those countries are pretty close together.
0: <laughs> Yeah, do the Czech Republic, too, and just drink a bunch of beer and where they drink beer, where they love to drink beer, right? Highest per capita drinking.
1: Is that? Yeah, that's right. In we,
0: Czech Republic.
1: That's amazing.
0: I mean, of course, France would be fun, too. Even like drinking some uh, classic saisons too, and on the France and Belgian border. man, you could do some really, really cool beer tastings on that trip.
1: Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So we have a lifetime of trips planned.
0: Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool because, I mean, there's stuff that, I mean, that's going to take a lot of forethought and planning and money, probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the last one,
1: especially.
0: <laughs> uh, but there's also ones that are like, you know, pretty attainable. Uh, honestly, so I'm, you know, I'm like I said, I'm coming out tomorrow for the Planet of the Younger release in some ways that, you know, I've been there before, but that is kind of a bucket list experience for me in terms of you know just going as many times as i can i mean i know it's ridiculous it is ridiculous to travel all that way for a beer but um i don't know there's just something special i'm so excited about being there and not only drinking plenty of the younger but being surrounded by beer nerds because i don't i don't really get that you know every thursday night i get it (laughs)
1: Yeah, over <laughs> <to> be, Skype. <laughs> yeah, I
0: get to be around my beer and one beer nerd, but but yeah, to be in that place where everyone everyone that goes there realizes they're probably gonna wait like three or four hours in line. Like nobody's gonna do that unless they really really like beer. So yeah, um, so being in that company and and then just you know hopefully getting something from the cellar, which is right. kind of now a tradition. It's a little um, old and sour. I'm super excited about that. So just when you're a beer nerd. This is how you plan your vacations. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's all about beer experience.
0: I'm pretty excited, too. I'm going to New York in June, which um hopefully going to other half. Nice. And Grim is another one that's sort of on my list of making amazing beer in all sorts of styles and sours and IPAs and stouts, truly. So, yeah, there's some really cool beer in New York that I'm hoping to get to, so... Yeah, checking some stuff off the list, making little beer trips. Disguised as a family vacation. <laughs>
1: You're like, yeah, fam, let's go to New York. It'll be fun. I promise we won't be at breweries the whole time.
0: <laughs> yeah. I know. My wife is sort of like calms me down, like, okay, pick like two or three. <laughs> okay, okay. Not one every day? Okay, all right.
1: You're like fair enough. Compromise is <laughs>
0: So that should be cool cool all right we got we got goals hashtag goals
1: i know and they're good too because i like feel like some of them are more obtainable and will be easier to do like we could probably do the invitational next year and then germany trip is going to require more planning
0: yeah and like i said i think it would be fun to wait until my kids are old enough yeah to you drink. should that would be pretty cool
1: i think that's a great idea yeah so in a few years <laughs>
0: <laughs> like 10 <laughs> yeah 10 well like 8 years they'll be 18 and 16 so.
1: So you're gonna start saving all right you pay for that and then college <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah maybe one of my kids will decide not to go to college and then we can just use the college fund to go to Germany and drink Perfect. beer there we go. <laughs> that's awesome all right cool well I
1: think that's a good we can wrap the, That's a good place to wrap the episode um, we are on Instagram at attenuation.podcast. And you can also email us at contact.attenuation at com. This has been episode 54 of Attenuation, a beer podcast. My name is Jason, and I'm joined by my best friend since eighth grade,
0: Stephen. That's me.
1: And we are saying cheers. Are you going to report back for us next week on your trip? Oh, yeah. All right, perfect. So Check out here.
0: Instagram, too. There's going to be tons of pictures and hopefully maybe some, like, little clips and sound bites and i'll try to you know talk to people and get some fun content hopefully so
1: okay great so we'll, we'll check back in with you on episode 55 next week
0: all right cheers buddy all right cheers
1: thanks for listening to this week's episode of attenuation of your podcast don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and follow us on instagram or facebook for more fun content catch you next week cheers